Well, let's quickly turn our Bibles to the book of Genesis 37, verses 5 to 11, and then verses 18 to 20. Genesis 37, verses 5 to 11. The Bible says, Now Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. So he said to them, Please hear this dream which I have dreamt. There we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaf stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brother said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Then he dreamt still another dream. Somebody here shall dream again. And told it to his brothers and said, Look, I have dreamt another dream. And this time the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. So he, said, uh, he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamt? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him, but his father kept the matter in mind. Now verses 18 to 20. The Bible says, Now, when they saw him afar off, these were the brothers of Joseph, even before he came near them, they conspired against him to kill him. I decree this hour, no one shall kill you in the name of Jesus. Then they say to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Come, therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. And we shall say, Some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the privilege. The privilege of looking into your word. We pray that this word is coming forth to us with power, authority, and impact. In the name of Jesus. And may it never return to you void. We bless you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm speaking in this service on what I've captioned, Dare to Dream and Dream Big. Dare to dream and dream big. Why don't you say that to your neighbor? Dare to dream and dream big. The God we serve, the almighty God, does great and mighty things. And he has great and mighty things in store for his children. The Bible speaking in Jeremiah 33 and verse number 3. He said, call to me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. God has great and mighty things for each one of us. Therefore, we have no choice but to dream big. We have no choice but to dream big. Tell your neighbor you have no choice but to dream big. You may be small today, but you will never end small. My God. I said you may be small today, but you will never end small. The Bible speaking in Job chapter 8 and verse number 7. Job 8 verse number 7. It says, though your beginning was small, 
yet your latter end would greatly increase. I decree this hour that your end shall greatly increase in the name of Jesus Christ. Good people, I'm talking to you. Can I hear you loud? A shout of Emma. In Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 22, Isaiah 60 verse 22, the Bible says, A little one shall become a thousand, and a small one shall become a strong nation. And that is you. And that is your neighbor. A little one among us is becoming a thousand. Somebody shout, I'm one of them, I'm one of them, I'm one of them. Hallelujah. In Daniel chapter 2 and verse number 35. Daniel chapter 2 and verse number 35. Okay, by the way, the fire of God is in the house. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm, I'm sensing freedom in my spirit. And if you came here bound, you are living here totally free. I'm talking to you. I said you are living here totally free. In the name of Jesus. So in Daniel 2 and verse number 35, the Bible talks about a small stone that grew to become a great mountain and it filled the whole earth. That is why I said no matter how small you are today, you are changing levels. I said you are changing levels. I said you are changing levels. In the name of Jesus, receive grace for expansion. I said receive grace for expansion. Somebody is receiving grace for expansion. In the name of Jesus. You may please be seated. Dare to dream and dream big. First of all, what is a dream? Let's never take words for granted. What is a dream and what do I mean by dream in this context? First of all, a dream will mean a positive picture of a better tomorrow. A positive picture of a better tomorrow. Number two, a dream will mean what you see about yourself that people around you have not seen yet. What you see about yourself that people around you have never seen yet. What is a dream? I'm running quickly. A dream means that which God has ordained for you to be that you have not yet become. That which God has ordained for you to be, but you have not yet become. Somebody shout hallelujah. Number four, what is a dream? A dream is that established conviction about what you see yourself becoming in life. It is a conviction. Somebody shout conviction. An established conviction. An established conviction within you. Yes, about your belief you must become in life. And I pray, as many of us as have that conviction, may it come to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Number five, very quickly, what is a dream? A dream is a mental picture derived from scripture of the kind of future that you desire. A mental picture derived from the scriptures about the kind of future that you desire hallelujah and i want to please ask all of us to pay maximum attention to what god is saying this morning what you are today is nothing compared to what god has ordained you to be 
compared to what you can be, where you are today is nothing but the dust. I don't know what you, you, whether you got what I said. Hallelujah. I said, now hear this. Compared to what you can be, where you are now, and what you are today is nothing but the dust. That is, you are going very far. Where you are is not your destination. Where you are today is not your destination. You are in transit. I said you are in transit. I said you are in transit. And you are going very, very, very far. Please tell your neighbor, you are going very, very, very far. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 18. The Bible says, the path of the just is as a shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. Yes, the path of the just. And you are that just person that God is talking about. The path of the righteous is as a shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. That means you have not arrived yet. You are going very far. And the God we serve in this house is taking you very far. I said he's taking you very far. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But you have to dream it to become it. What you don't dream, you can't dare. And what you can't dare, you can't achieve. For you to become it, you must dream it. You can never arrive at a future you can't see. Somebody is becoming a dreamer in the name of Jesus. I know you are one of them. Can I hear you loud and shout of amen? In Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 11 to 12. Jeremiah chapter 1 verses 11 to 12. God speaks to Jeremiah. He said, what do you see? And the man said, I see a branch of an almond tree. And God said, you have seen well. Other versions of the Bible will say you have seen correctly. For I shall watch over my word to perform it. He says, you have seen well. It can never be well unless we begin to see well. <laughs> Somebody will begin to see well. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So see yourself changing levels. See yourself moving forward. See yourself doing big things. See yourself rising higher and higher. Somebody's rising higher and higher. I said somebody's rising higher and higher. I said somebody's rising higher and higher. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. You may be seated. Please hear this. Now, I want to say something huge. I want to borrow the language of the bishop. I want to say something massive. <laughs> Hallelujah. In this kingdom, now hear this. Size is a product of sight. In this kingdom, size is a product of what? Sight. What you see is what you become. Now, in the story of Abraham in Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 to 15, please hear this. Genesis chapter 13, verses 14 to 15, God speaking to Abraham. He said, and the Lord said to Abraham, after the Lord had separated from him, lift your eyes now 
and look from the place where you are northward southward eastward and westward now look at next verse for all the land which you see i give to you all the land which you see i'm not giving you all the land no i'm not giving you all the land i'm not giving you all the land i'm giving you only that land which you are able to see so in this kingdom sight determines possession what you see is what you capture if you can't see it it doesn't belong to you if you can't see it god is not entitled to deliver it to you somebody here receive grace to see i said receive grace to see i said receive grace to see in the name of jesus good people i'm talking to you some of you are just like this can i hear your shout of amen i said can i hear your shout of amen hallelujah all this land which you see god said to abraham i wish i could give you all the land but that's not the protocol all this land which you see is what you're entitled is what you're entitled ask your neighbor what do you see what do you see what do you see about yourself what do you see about your music ministry what do you see about your business what do you see about your legal profession what do you see about your children what do you see about your marriage what you see is what you get i said what you see is what you get i said what you see is what you get praise the name of jesus so how big was abraham's land it was as big as his eyes could see <laughs> praise the name of jesus so never forget this size is a product of sight what you see is what you get if you can't see it you cannot get it but this time around you shall get it i said you shall get it somebody's getting it your weeping may have endured for a night but joy comes in the morning i came to announce that your season of joy has come your season of getting it has come your season of celebration has come if that is you let your amen be louder hallelujah but i want you to see something in genesis chapter 13 especially verse number 14 please this is important now god said to abraham he said uh, lift up your eyes now when do you lift your eyes now 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 it doesn't matter your present situation the right time to lift your eyes for a better tomorrow to see a greater future is now now regardless of your present situations the right time to begin to lift your eyes and begin to see the great future that God has ordained for you is now. Now hear this. It says, look from the place where you are. Look from the place. You see, the problem with so many Christians is that they are looking at the place. That is why they are depressed. That's why they give up. They have resigned. They are confused they are complaining 
they are frustrated because they are busy looking at the place where they are. God never said you should look at the place where you are. He said look from the place. Look from the place where you are. Right in your poverty begin to see prosperity. Right in your sickness begin to see healing. Right in your rejection begin to see acceptance. Right in your stagnation begin to see progress. Hallelujah. Somebody shout I can see, I can see, I can see. I can see, I can see. I can see that you are going very far. I can see that you are changing levels. I can see that you are expanding on every side. I can see that authentic city is growing. Authentic city is growing. Authentic city is expanding. Ask your neighbor, what do you see? What do you see? What do you see? The Bible says, look from the place where you are. If you don't like the place, look away from it. Look away from it. And I can tell you that where you are today is not good enough. I said where you are today is not good enough. You must change location. I decree this hour, change of location. I said change of location. I said change of location. You are moving to a better place. Your family is moving to a better place. Your business is moving to a better place. Financially, you are moving to a better place. In your career, you are moving to a better place. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout a better place, a better place, a better place. A better place, a better place. Glory be to God. All right, I have limited time. I have 14 minutes to go, so please let me behave. What, is it, what does it take to actualize your dream? What does it take to actualize your dream? I don't have time to go into how to receive your dream. But let's talk about how to actualize it, assuming you have it. Everyone has a better place they want to reach in life. That is a dream I'm talking about. Hallelujah. So now, what are the key factors very quickly? Number one, believe in your dream. No matter who does not believe in it. And the truth of the matter is not many people will believe in your dream. Yes, yes, yes. So if you're waiting for a hand clap at the beginning of your dream, you're making a very big mistake. Hallelujah. In any case, at the beginning, there is nothing really to clap about. No, no. So don't expect or hope for any claps. No, just believe in the dream that God has given you. Is it making sense? And I said, it doesn't matter who does not believe in your dream. You believe in your dream. I said, you believe in your dream. If you go by the crowd, you may never reach the clouds. If you go by the crowds, you will never reach the cloud. But somebody will reach the clouds in the name of Jesus. To go by human consensus is to kill your convictions. To go by human consensus is to kill your convictions. I pray no devil will kill your convictions. In the name of Jesus Christ. To settle for people's approval is to drown in mediocrity. That is why many times I don't mind if people don't say amen in church. 
Because I don't go by human approvals. For example, what I'm preaching is from the Lord. I sat with God and he gave me this message. Whether you say amen or not, it is your message. Tell your neighbor, this is your message. This is your message. (laughs) Oh my God. Believe in your dream. Joseph believed in his dreams. But his family did not. His family did not believe in his dreams. But Joseph chose to believe in his dreams. And you know those dreams came to pass. Your own is coming to pass. I said your own dream is coming to pass. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Why is believing important? Now please hear this. Believing is important because what you believe is what you become. What you believe is what you become. John chapter 1 and verse number 12. The Bible says, As men as received him unto them, gave he power to become children of God. Even them that believed on him. They believed on him and they became. What you believe is what you become. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Number two, what does it take to fulfill my dream or to actualize my dream? Number one, believe in your dream. Number two, keep your dream constantly before you until it comes to pass. Don't change positions. That it is hard does not mean it is impossible. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. Keep your dream constantly before you until it comes to pass. It may seem impossible, it may seem difficult, but it will come to pass. Is it making sense here? Your dream of a better tomorrow will come true. And therefore, keep it constantly before you. Now, God said to Joshua when you called him to lead the children of Israel instead of Moses because Moses had died. In Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 to 7, God said to Joshua, do not turn from the law to the right or to the left. Be focused on the assignment. Be focused on the assignment. In verse number 8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. But you shall meditate therein day and night. And you shall be careful to observe all that I have commanded, all that I have written in it. Now, he said, you shall meditate on it day and night. Day and night. That is, keep the law before you. Keep your dream before you. Never lose sight of your dream. Don't allow situations and circumstances of life, my God, to confuse you. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. I lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? Says my help comes from the Lord. That is I'm fixed on this God. The Bible says. Is it Psalm 57. Verse number 7. King James Version says my heart is fixed. So please fix your focus on the dream that God has given you. Now receive grace in the name of Jesus. Joseph's dream came to pass after how many years? 13 years. And one of the secrets was that this young man, Joseph, kept his dreams before him. He never allowed, for example, Potiphar's wife to destroy his destiny. You remember the offer that Potiphar's wife made? Yes, to Joseph. He said, I cannot do that. I can never go to bed with you. Never. 
Never. Why? Because I have a dream. Every yoke of darkness looking for your dream is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Number three, very quickly, number three, number three, number three. You want to realize your dream? Listen to this. Overcome dream contradictions. Overcome dream contradictions. You need to fight against dream contradictions if you're ever going to achieve your dream. What are some of the examples of common dream contradictions that people usually face? Number one will be the traditions of men. The traditions of men. You see, when Joseph had a dream, and then the second dream, if you look at Genesis 37, verse number 8, and then verse number 10. Now, at that point when he dreamt these dreams, he was the last born in the family. And the dreams pointed to the fact that everyone else would depend on the last born. They said, no ways. That is not in line with our philosophies. That is not in line with our beliefs. That's not in line with our practices. But you see, he dreamt. It was not a lie that he dreamt. That he saw something in the dream that pointed to the fact that his family would depend literally on him. Hallelujah. And that is what made the family not to believe in the dreams of Joseph. Because it was not in line with tradition. It was not in line with their beliefs that time. So you may be sitting there talking about this powerful dream that you have. Great things you want to do for God. But you find out some people may not believe you. Some people may literally talk you out of your dream for many reasons maybe because of your racial background because of your country of origin yes yes sometimes because of your number in the family like joseph he was the last born <laughs> hallelujah and sometimes it could be your levels of education your levels of education People may say, no, because you don't have this, there's no way you can achieve what you're talking about. But I read in my Bible, now this verse is going to assist you a great deal. Isaiah 31 and verse number 3. Isaiah 31 and verse number 3. The Bible says, the Egyptians, look at that, are men and not God. <laughs> The Egyptians are what? Men. If it is a man talking, please don't worry. Go home and sleep. I say if it is a man talking that you cannot make it, there is no way you can make headways. There is no way you can settle maritally. There is no way you can be promoted. There is no way you can be financially buoyant. Please, if it is a man talking, don't mind. Go home and sleep. Man has no final say over your life. I said man has no final say over the affairs of your life. After the Egyptians have spoken, remind yourself, Egyptians are what? Men. Egyptians are men. <laughs> they are not God. 
Egyptians are men. They are not God. Now look at the verse. It says, their horses are flesh and not spirit. That means no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. I said no weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. In the name of Jesus. Please, I'm talking to you. Can I hear a loud shout of amen here? You may be seated. Traditions of men. In Luke chapter 1. I don't have time at all. Luke chapter 1 verses 59 to 66. Please hear this. John is born. And on the day of his circumcision, they had to give him a name. And they called him Zacharias. And the mother said, no. My child shall not be called Zacharias. My child shall be called John. I don't know what they called you. If it is not in line with your dream, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. I said we cancel it in the name of Jesus. I said we cancel it in the name of Jesus. They are calling you Zacharias when you are John. They are calling you poor when you are prosperous. No, every name they gave you in the name of the spirit that has been responsible for your stagnation, rejection, confusion, and delays in life, we cancel it in the name of Jesus. I said we cancel it in the name of Jesus. I said we cancel it in the name of Jesus. Now quickly please, quickly please, overcome dream contradictions. Number one, traditions of men. Number two, negative experiences of the past. Negative experiences of the past. Yeah. In Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 7, the Bible talks about Peter and friends going into the sea to catch fish. That was their dream. They wanted fish, probably to sell so they could have money and make probably investments and do other things and even take proper care of their families. In the spirit of 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse number 8, it says we must take proper care of our souls. But when they went into the sea, they never caught any. They didn't catch any fish. And now an opportunity came to dream again. Come on. An opportunity came for Peter and friends to dream again. Because Jesus found them washing their nets. They had toiled the whole night and they didn't catch any fish. And Jesus said, boy, launch out into the deep. Lower down the nets for a catch. Peter looked at Jesus. He said, this man, I wish he knew how we have struggled in the past, at least the previous night. We never caught anything. But he said, nevertheless at your word. Nevertheless at your word. Nevertheless at your word. Now, I'm speaking to someone who was at the verge of giving up. I came to you know, this is not the time to give up. Dream again. I said, dream again. That you failed yesterday does not mean failure is your identity. Failure has never been anybody's name. This time around, you will succeed. I said, this time around, you will prosper. This time around, you are making progress. In the name of Jesus, forget the former things. Do not dwell in the past. God says, behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not perceive it? Receive your new thing in the name of Jesus. Receive your new thing in the name of Jesus. 
I said receive your new thing in the name of Jesus. Well, my time is up. Rise on your feet. Rise on your feet. I stop here. Lift your two hands and appreciate the King of Kings. I appreciate the Lord of Lords. Magnify him. Celebrate him, everyone. How many are celebrating him? Lift your two hands if you can. Lift your two hands and appreciate the King of Kings. Celebrate him. Exalt him. Lift your voice. Let Jesus hear your voice of celebration. Your voice of appreciation. Celebrate him. Magnify him. Glorify him. Glorify him. Father, thank you for the opportunity to dream again. And thank you, Lord, for the privilege to dream big. In the name of Jesus, I bless you, King of glory. I celebrate you, mighty God. God, from everlasting to everlasting. The same yesterday, today, and forever. The God who was, the God who is, and the God who is to come. We bless you. We love you. We exalt you. We glorify you. We magnify you. You are from everlasting to everlasting. We bless you, King of glory. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We exalt you. We glorify you. Thank you, Father.